the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson, Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope is being a blessing to you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. Something that God wants to happen in all of our lives. And it should be something that we all should want to happen in our lives too. Transformations that'll cause changes to happen in us as a people. That'll make us a better people. Transformations that'll cause changes to happen in our lives. That'll cause us to live better and more meaningful lives. And manifestations that will cause our lives and even other people's lives who are connected to us to be better too. Since God wants these kinds of transformations and manifestations to happen in our lives, then we should not only desire them to happen, but we should do whatever we need to do to help those transformations and manifestations to happen in the lives of me and you. We need to learn what we need to do so that every transformation and manifestation that God wants to happen in our lives happens in our lives. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Patient continuance is what we're going to need to do if we're going to be successful at the transformation that God is setting us out to do, that we're setting out to do. Think about it. We've been who we were for a long time. Some of us, we've been wrong for decades. And do you think you're just going to turn right overnight? Let me clue you in quick. No, it ain't going to happen that way. Some of you, you're going to make two steps in the right direction and then fall. You're going to take three, four steps in the right direction and then fall even bigger than you just fell. That's why you got to have this patient continuance. That's why you got to have patient continuance. Because it might take a little time to get it right consistently. Might take a little time to get it right consistently. But God got time. And He got patience. He's been waiting on you all this long. So don't be feeling bad when you do something wrong. And don't do it the way you're supposed to. You just get up. Hallelujah. And keep coming. With patient continuance. With a smile on your face. Knowing that God gave you the grace to be able to get this thing done. And I'm going to just keep doing what I got to do. Until I look back later on down the line. And I'm consistently doing what God said to do. Because we might do it the way we used to do it. A time or two. Before we finally get consistent at being the brand new me and you. Might make a decision. I ain't going to cuss at nobody no more. You was doing good for two weeks. Till somebody says something to you, caught you off guard. Said something to you, wasn't expecting, did something you wasn't expecting. You're like, bleep the bleep. <laughs> and then you, then you'd be like, oh, see, oh, see. Dang, I messed up. 
Don't be like, I'm a horrible Christian. I can't do this. I can't do that. Look at me. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. You went two whole weeks without cussing at somebody. That's an accomplishment. See, it's all a matter of perspective. Satan's always going to show you the perspective of that one time like it's just the biggest thing in the world. But no, no, you be like, shut up, punk. I went two weeks without cussing. Next time, I'm going to try for three. Maybe make it four. Maybe make it a year or so. But whatever it is, just keep doing it. Remembering what God shared with you and remembering why you want to do what you want to, want to do and then have the necessary perseverance to continue to make it through. Does that make sense? You got to be patient. You ain't going to be a super saint overnight. It ain't going to happen just right. But you're getting there. I said, but you're getting there. Be glad that you're getting there. That's why we need to be patient with ourselves while we're being transformed. You learn to learn to be patient with yourselves. You already know how to do it with other people. You be telling them, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Guys, you're doing good. You're doing good. Until you get to yourself. You horrible Christian, you. No, lighten up. Lighten up on yourself. You're getting there. Meet your neighbor and say, you're getting there. I'm, I've been watching you. Tell them I've been watching. You're getting there. You ain't half as crazy as you used to be. Tell them. You ain't half as crazy as you used to be. <laughs> you're going to get there you're going to get there you're going to get there that's why I said you got to add this to, you got to add this you got to add this you got to add this patience to your temperance and then there's another thing that you need to add to your patience and that's godliness that while you're being patient that don't change you're still supposed to act godly now this word godliness right here means piety ultimately it's towards God but it's piety. Remember being religious? This is a deep reverential religious fear of God. Piety is a, is a deep rever- reverential religious fear of God. It's where we don't just do what God wants us to do, but we do it adoring him, loving him, and magnifying him through the things we do. Now, not, 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 let me repeat that. We don't just do the things we do. We do it adoring him, loving him, magnifying him through the things we do. This is one of the things that most Christians don't add. They don't do it godly. That's why it seems like it's a work. Seems like it's a difficult thing to do. Seems like I'm just going through this little checklist because you don't understand why you don't understand the attitude you should have while you're doing it. Because see, if you love somebody, it'll change the attitude of why you do what you do rather than when if you can't, if you don't love what you're doing. So if you don't love what you're doing yet, because you're probably going to love it yet because you don't, you, you understand what it's supposed to do, but you ain't benefited from it yet. So it's just, it's just a task. It's a, it's, it's just a lot of effort. I'm going, I'm, I'm doing a lot of stuff here. Shouldn't, it shouldn't be this hard. It, well, it, the reason why it's that hard is because you've been wrong for so long. Hey, man, if you ain't had your teeth cleaned in five years and then you sit down to get your teeth clean, ask for Novocaine. Ask for laughing gas right off the bat because they're going to get to yanking and pulling and and because you got some stuff piled up there now. Does that make sense? And some of y'all got all kind of crud all over your life. But that's all right. Just, just remember why you're doing it. I love God. I love God. So that way it'll be fun to do it. 
Because you, you enjoy doing it. It's like when a man loves a woman. When a man loves a woman. Shout to the bosa. You'll be glad to do what you do. She asks you to do a task. If you just married because you married, or you just with her to be with her, and then they ask you to do all that, you're like, man, please. We'll find something else to do. Let me be busy some kind of way. But when you love them, you don't, you'll make it happen. And be smiling while you do it too. Does that make sense? He know what I'm talking about. He married. He blessed like that. Go ask God. That you, you enjoy doing it. You enjoy coming through for them. You enjoy what you got to do. All this stuff they ask you to do. You enjoy them so much that, that you'll, you'll continue to do it with a smile. That word godliness, I said, means piety towards God. Where it's a deep reverential reverence and religious toward God, religious fear toward God. It's where we don't just do what God wants us to do, but we do it adoring him. We do it loving him. We do it magnifying him through what we do. Especially it means the, the gospel scheme. I like this. It means the gospel scheme. In other words, it's the way God plans for his people to do things after being born again. See, God has a plan of how we should do things after we're born again. And we finally have gotten out of the devil's scheme and we've gotten into God's gospel scheme of how we saints are supposed to do what we do. And so because of that, we glad about it. Man, I was so glad when I finally came to church. I mean, when I was walking in there with my Bible, man, I was walking in there with my Bible. I was like, yeah, I got my Bible. God. That same Bible I had for a long time. I ain't read it, though. I tried to read it, but it didn't make no sense when I tried to read it. Praise God. Because I didn't have a Holy Ghost. Praise God. If you don't have a Holy Ghost, you can't see it. Because in the tabernacle, uh, the, 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 the menorah, praise God, which represents which is the light, the candle, which represents the Holy Spirit. It has to shine upon the on the um, showbread in order for you to understand what's said. Because if it doesn't shine upon the showbread, then it's too dark up in there. You'll never see it. Praise God. But until the light shines on it, then you can see it. Praise God. And so I was living in darkness. And I was slipping in the darkness, too. I was slipping in the darkness. Somebody got to know what I'm talking about. Praise God. I was slipping in the dark. Amen. Praise God. Amen. But anyway, point I'm raising is that it wasn't until the light got turned on that I could then miss getting to see the word. And it's like, wow, this is some deep stuff. But I was so proud. I'm here in church. I mean, when I gave my first offering because I wanted to. I said my first offering. I said my first offering because I wanted to. I, I filled out the envelope in its entirety. Praise God. Licked it. Praise God. And sealed it too. And when they said it, you know, hold up your offering. I was like, yeah, baby. Put it in there with a thud. Paya. That's what I'm talking about. Just like I used to throw an ace down. Praise God when he was playing card. Like, paya. I was like, yeah, baby. This is for the Lord. This one's for you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glad to do it. Y'all don't want to work with me. Praise God. <laughs> Woo! It wasn't like that the first time I tied, though. I got to admit. First time I tied, I was almost crying. <laughs> I was like, man. Woo, Jesus. I said, are you sure? Are you sure? This is what you want me to do. You know I love you. I do what you want me to do. But come on, man. Come on. That's a lot of money. Because I was already broke. I already couldn't make two ends meet, and he told me to cut the 
cut the rope further down and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm like, man, is your show? He said, do you love me? I said, yes, I do. He said, well, then do what I told you to do. So, okay, here we go. Ain't been wrong. You ain't been wrong about nothing yet. Let's do it. But I didn't do it with a smile. It was not cheerful endurance. Praise God. It was, it was just straight endurance. Praise God. <laughs> but I smiled later when I started seeing the results. Glory to God. And you're going to smile later when you see the results too. Here's another thing he said to add though. He, he, he said something else. No, we, we, we got to go back to, to, to the gospel scheme. See, that's important because way too many saints act like ain'ts. Rather than saints, when things seem to take too long or it seems too hard. Because now we're finally doing what God said do, but now it's going to seem hard to me and you. Or it's going to take too long. I was thinking like it would get instant results. But I ain't seeing instant results. So we get tired. Man, I'm tired of doing this. It's too hard. And then some old ignorant grace teacher come and talk to you, praise God, and tell you, it's not that, just rest. Rest, rest in your sin. Just stay, stay less than God wants you to be because he loves you. And we ain't talking about whether he loves you. The question is, do you love him? Because see, when you start talking about what you do, it ain't got nothing to do with him. It's got to do with, do you love him? It's the reverse. It ain't about do it. He love you. He love you when you was crazy. Hallelujah. Got any man folk in the house say, hey. You know what I'm talking about? You loved your spouse when they was crazy. But that don't mean you expect them to stay crazy. Especially if they real crazy. You want to see some change. I said, you want to see some change. Is y'all ain't saying nothing because they sitting here? <laughs> I'll, I'll change the subject then. Praise God. But the point, just blink at me if it's an amen then. Praise God. <laughs> we won't think you having a seizure. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> glad I got you like glad I got <laughs> but once again when you start remembering that you're doing it for God and this is the scheme that he set up and before you was being taken advantage of the devil's scheme but now you're finally getting in the, in, in the lane that God wants you in you're going to be excited about it and verse 7 that's another thing that he talks about adding he said, into godliness, brotherly kindness. Brotherly kindness. So we to add to our godliness, brotherly kindness. See, brotherly kindness is that Greek word Philadelphia, which means fraternal affection. Fraternal affection. Now, this is an important thing that a lot of us need to have added in us. Fraternal affection. Fraternal, of course, means of or befitting a brother or brothers. It's brotherly. Of or befitting brothers or brothers. It's brotherly. So, so, so there's an affection that God wants us to have that's, be, that's, that's befitting being a brother who has brothers. It's called a fraternal affection or brotherly affection. It's an affection that we all should have. It's a strong affection to our brothers and sisters in the Lord, especially those of us who are in the same flock with us, those that are in the same flock with us. Why is this important? Say it right. This is one of Satan's fail-safe catches to get you back into the flesh. It's your dealing with other people. 
We all glad to be up in the house of God. Yeah, glory to God. I'm finally in the house of God. Glory. And we include it as one of the saints. Yeah, I'm one of the saints. Glory to God. And, 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 but you're also in this thing with somebody else. And see, that's where some of us have problems. Because, you see, that's why we choose these two people that we deal with and we don't deal with nobody else. Or this clique, this, click, this crew, these folk is who I run with. I don't deal with nobody else. Because they get on my nerves. And so, Satan has this ability to be able to use that to get us back into the flesh like a mug. Look at your neighbor and say, you know it's right. That's why we got to add to our, especially if we own God in God's scheme doing what God said do. We walk in this thing finally like God want us to do. We own our way to transformation, but then we're running to another saint. Church folk. Oh, glory to God. And we ain't necessarily talking about anything they actually do. Because we can perceive they've done it. Because somebody might have jacked us years ago. That's why I stay away from everybody. Because I don't trust nobody. So now that I'm on my way to what God has in store for me, then I ran into thee. You and your friend and your little crew. Until before you know it, I'm back in the flesh too. Because now I, 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 I'm operating in a way I'm not supposed to. That's why I said I need you to add brotherly love to this too. So that you can understand, number one, that you ain't, you ain't in this thing by yourself. There's other folk in here too. Number two, that they all being transformed, not just you. They being transformed too. They looked at me wrong. Well, that might be part of their transformation. Just look at them and be like, hey, I know what you're talking about because I was looking at you crazy about a minute ago too. And we all going to get together and we're going to do this together. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to learn how to deal with your crazy butt. You learn how to deal with my crazy butt. And we all going to get there together. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Every time I'm around you, the hair rise up on the back of my neck. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut my hair so it don't rise up on my neck no more. And I'm going to learn to deal with you. Praise God. I'm going to put it up, put it up in a bun. <laughs> but we're going to do this together. Does that make sense? So we don't know factions and stuff be drunk. And you're all in the flesh. Talking about I'm being transformed. No, you're just as carnal and worldly and fleshly and ignorant as you was before. So you got to add brotherly love to this. And understand, yes, you might run into something on the way. So what? I love them. That's my brother. That's my sister. They not heavy. That's my brother. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'll be glad to, to stick, still stick with you. Because once again, once again, see, if you can't change from being that, that, that selfish, sensitive, hypersensitive person that you was, Satan got you in his trick bag forever. You got to get past that. And then you could begin to start looking past that with other people too. So when you look at them and think about, look at you. 
be thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute. You is me. So in, in my way, even though that's your way, in my way, I'm just as crazy as you. We all in here together. That's one of the things I love about the church. It's a big hospital. It's a big rehabilitation center. And one of us is rehabilitating. Hallelujah. Might have had different ailments, but we was all lame. Half dead. He putting us all back together. Hallelujah. That's when you learn to extend love and grace to the other person. Forgiveness to the other person. So that you can become the person that God wants you to be. Because see, now you're approaching ever so close to being the person that God wants you to be. Because now you know how to deal with other people and love them too. Because that's the one that keeps people from being that. In fact, it reminds me of some of them games that we used to play, board games. Remember when you used to play board games? Sorry. Sorry. Praise yeah. God, man. You, you, you remember you'd be moving, you'd be moving. Praise God, you'd be shaking and then you roll it and then you'd be, and you'd be moving. You think I'm about to win this game and then you hit that, oh Lord, sorry. And then you slide, got slide all the way back. And that's some of y'all. Excuse me, I'm a you preacher. That's some of y'all. Praise God. Amen. You look like you advancing. You look like you're about to be transformed. And then you run into folks. Sorry. And you go all, and you go, and you go all the way back. <laughs> that's because you ain't add brotherly love to your stuff, to, to your godliness. You haven't added brotherly love to it. You got to learn to love folk. So that all of y'all can get there together. Got to learn to love folk. Quit judging folk. Especially when you think they judging you. But you judging them. Why they think you think they judging you? Got to learn to just love folk. Look at your neighbor and say, hey, I love you. Today. Amen. Praise God. But that's a start. But that's a start. I said, that's a start. Praise God. <laughs> you didn't yesterday. That's a start. Praise God. <laughs> So y'all could do it because you sit next to somebody you wanted to sit next to. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> so when, uh, when the keeper say, here, sit over here, you're like, okay. Rather than, nah, I think I'm going over here. But we got to add brotherly love to this thing too. I love this. You don't have to love this. Because this brotherly love is charity. He said, now to your brotherly love, he said, add, add charity. With add to our brotherly kindness, we're supposed to add charity. Agape love, level four love. It's talking about a love and affection that's unconditional. It's talking about a love and affection that's unconditional, which means regardless of the conditions, I'm still going to do this. Regardless of the conditions, I'm still going to love this. And I'm going to do like I'm supposed to do. It's the kind of love that makes a decision at the beginning to make it all the way through to the end. And accomplish what God said I want to do. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. Hope you've seen that it's true. There are transformations and manifestations that God wants to happen in the lives of me and you. Transformations and manifestations that are happen if we cooperate with him so that he can cause them to happen. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 
1928 Massey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And don't forget, we have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. That'll pick you up at home and then drop you off at home after the service. So if you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. And to all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to, pay half to pay to go to, it's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the widest way to focus in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God to help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until... Hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because childcare is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that as with or without your boo. And by the way, your boo is the one you married to. I look forward to seeing all of you this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith San Antonio. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.